What's up, everybody? Good morning, and welcome to another daily episode of Yellow Life. Yes, it's Red Friday, and yes, I'm wearing this shirt for my good friend Eric Candel this morning, and uh, very excited to uh, have another guest with us. As always, that's what we do. That's what the daily Yellow Life is all about, and we've got him right here. I'm going to go ahead and bring Nathan Hampton on our... Here we go. We are adding him. As you all know, I talked about this yesterday. Having new people on every single day, we continue to learn and get better with Facebook Live. So we're going to be adding Nathan. There he is. Good morning, Nathan. See, I told hey, you guys we're getting this crap figured out every single day. We get better and better and better, and we're making it work. So Nathan, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing awesome for another Friday, getting ready to crush it, go out and make it happen. So I know you're excited for Friday. You got any big weekend plans coming up? Um, mostly just hanging out, get the yard winterized. So yeah, family. Yeah, there you go. Winter's coming, right? You're here in Utah, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, dude, winter's coming. We got a big, for all those here not in Utah, we got a big winter storm coming. We're getting snow. It's getting cold. So uh, <laughs> the holiday season, we always talk about in the mortgage industry, holiday season's just around the corner and LOs start to take that, that break saying, oh, well, it's slow right. in the industry. Bull crap. It's time to really dive in, focus on what you're doing and make it happen. So, but again, very excited to have uh, Nathan on the show this morning. And Nathan is doing some great things in the industry. He's his own broker. We're going to be talking about that because we, we, there's a lot of talk in the industry right now about the broker world and somebody like Nathan, who is doing the great things and seeing his business continue to grow time and time again. But real quick, Nathan, for those who don't know you at all, who never I mean, again, you're just a loan sure. officer doing great things. So tell everybody who's just joined us, who is Nathan Hampton? Uh, you're, you're too kind. I appreciate it. There's a lot of great loan officers in Utah doing great things. And uh, I can't, you know, be happier to be part of a better state. I don't know how it is in the rest of the United States. But here in Utah, there's a lot of great people like you and, you know, a ton of loan officers here that are just doing great things. So I appreciate you having me here and putting me in that group of people. Absolutely. Um, I am Nathan Hampton, been in the business for 14 years, and in February will be two years we've had our own company. Wow. And uh, we, we started our own company a couple of years ago to inspire other people to be great loan officers. You know, I saw myself do it from nothing to one day just saying, hey, I want to be a loan officer, to actually being financially independent and, you know, being able to take care of your family and feed them, which is a big deal. So, you know, I want other people to realize that they're worth more than 10 bucks an hour or 12 bucks an hour and help them, you know, create financial independence for themselves. So. That's awesome. So that, that kind of sounds like your why. That's why you, you went from just being a loan officer to actually having your own shop, being your own broker. Yeah. And again, helping people, really showing them what's possible within the mortgage industry. Like you said, not just being a $10 an hour employee, there's some great money to be made in this industry if you're willing to do the right activity, if you're willing to do the, the right things on a daily basis. Again, that's why we're the daily yellow life because it's not just once a week. It's not just once a month. You got to be doing the daily activity every single day. Absolutely. So, so yeah, you hit on the head. I mean, that's, that's why I went from loan officer to broker. Um, but we got in as a loan officer for the same reason um, was to help people. I'll tell if you got a little bit of time, I'll share just a small story about why I got into loans in the first place was my wife and I, I made 915 hour as a glass welder. And um, we drove around like everybody else, called the real estate sign. They said, you have to use our loan officer. We went there. The loan officer took an application, threw it in a basket, and that was the end of it. And a couple of weeks go by. I'm calling her. What's going on? The loan officer says, I don't know. I'm like, what? You, you know, you can't even expect <laughs> your loan officer to know what's happening with your file, right? 
So um, we were telling this story to a friend of our family, and I, I'll plug her name here because she's amazing. She's still in the business. Uh, Diana Rosencrantz actually helped me buy my first home. She was with Academy Mortgage. And uh, she's like, no, you guys need this loan. And 10 days later, we were in our home, you know, and I looked at my wife. I was like, I want to be like that. I want to help people have that experience when they buy their home, not this other experience that we've all experienced. Oh, man. So um, that's what we got in. And my wife's like, you want to be a loan officer? I was like, yep. And I didn't even know what a mortgage was until I owned one, you know. So, right. But you see everybody that's in here. I mean, you and probably every loan officer that's in this industry right now chose to be here. And it's either their calling or their purpose in life is to do loans. The ones that are doing it great and, you know, doing it every day. It's, it's much more than a job. Oh, I absolutely agree. And because the industry is getting more and more difficult, we, I mean, again, we talk about the doom and the gloom and the market compression and this and that. You really have to be focused. You really have to enjoy. You have to know your why, know how you're going to be doing it, which we'll talk about the how here in just a sec. But you actually yeah, have yeah. to understand what you're doing in this business to continue to thrive. And it does take a little bit of hard work. You got to put in some elbow grease. It's not just the, hey, it, the, the days of, you know, the refi boom are gone. It's really yeah. going out there and putting in the work to get those transactions, finding those people that you can help with in their lives. So let's, let's transition into that. So how or what we, ta- we talked about your why. Now, the how. What are, really, what are you doing right now? How are you growing your business in this market? Because, again, there's a lot of doom and gloom. The, the industry is changing. So how are you continuing to thrive in this industry? Yeah, well, that's a, a great question because, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of loan officers have got lackadaisical. They have half a dozen real estate agents that are sending them business. Um, so they got to a point where they're like, oh, I'm okay, right? They're consistent. They're having a lot of deals come in naturally, not have to work for them. So um, type of things I'm doing right now is always reading a good book um, and changing the way I'm doing things. I'm going after back to the basics, make phone calls, reach out to the consumer themselves, you know, trying to change my approach. And we're always trying to evolve as loan officers and become better at our craft. But reaching out to the consumer and starting there, we're getting them pre-approved and then letting them work with one of our agents. So kind of I'll- shifting how we do things. I love that. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit more because, again, we always hear these things, but how do you actually, when you're reaching out to past clients or, like you said, you're reaching out to, you've got to change the game a little bit. How are you doing that? I mean, you probably have a CRM, but what is your follow-up? What does your process look like when it comes to talking with past clients or even working with referral partners? What does your process look like? Well, I think, um, you know, you obviously have to ask for business. If you want business, you have to ask for business, and I think a lot of people – forget to do that right they call their friends they visit and they don't ask for business Um, but on that on the flip side of that is every time you see your friends or your past clients don't ask for business I mean these are people that you went through some very emotional processes with right I mean you helped them buy a home there could have been tears it could have been joy could have been a little bit of everything (laughs) sure they're calling you on Friday panicking or whatever it is Um, you guys have connected on a very personal level and I think that you just need to continue to connect with your past clients, future clients, and everybody that you meet on a personal level and share what you have. I think that's something that we, we talk about quite a bit here in Utah is co-opetition, right? We're always, we're always working together to grow to industry brokers. You know, we're trying to help each other evolve and become better at our craft as a whole. And I think if you meet your day with a, I want to help people, I want to educate people and be sincere and true in what you're doing, then you're going to be successful. Oh, I absolutely agree with that. And it is. 
there there is a sense of cooperation. That's a word that's been used within the Utah market. It's probably used outside, but I, I definitely think there is a sense of you have to be willing to collaborate. Yes, are we everybody on this video? If you're a loan officer, real estate agent, we're co we're competing against each other. Like there's there is no denying that. I mean, you and I, as 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 loan officers, we are competing. And to be honest, I love saying this because if you and I get a deal, the same exact deal. Am I going to fight for that deal? You bet I am. Like, yeah. I'm going to put my best foot forward. But at the same time, there's no reason. I'm not going to be like, well, Nathan, he's hiding fees here and blah, blah, blah. Like, well, there's no reason to put each other down. And there's no reason to do the backfighting, which there's, there was a lot of that in the industry. And because of market compression, there's a lot of companies out there right now who are willing to take really low cuts on compensation, mm -hmm. which is killing all of us. Like, that's sure. what's making it so very hard. I'll be straight up honest. I just got a deal. One of my past clients, I love him to death, but they chose Wells Fargo. Why? Because they, Wells Fargo is not making any money on the deal. They're willing to literally cut it. So they're beating me by a couple thousand dollars. Like I'm like, dude, I'm putting my best foot forward. And I am ne I've never been a rate sales guy ever in my career. But again, sure. there are some companies out there who are willing to make next to nothing to make deals happen. So Nathan, how do you compete against that? What do you do to, again, stay so to avoid those rate shoppers and even past clients, what do you do to make sure you ensure that you win those deals? That's a great question. You know, I usually tell people I'm not going to be beat by a bank. I'm not going to be beat by a preferred lender, you know, um, from a construction company or anything like that. But I think more like instead of us competing against rate and fees, we all know that we're priced well because we're all, you know, the, the economy and the market forces us to be priced competitively. So I know that you and I are probably priced about the same. What you need to do is not so much try to sell rate and fees, but bring value to your clients, educate them on how rates work. So when we sit down with our clients, we'll actually show them, okay, here's a rate sheet. Here's all the adjustments. What rate do you want? I mean, you know, we can get our clients 3% now, but it's probably going to cost them $20,000. Sure. Threes, right? So, we, we show them how rates work, take the time to educate your clients and become an asset to them, not just an application, you know. Be so an asset, not an application. I like that. That's, a real, that's some great yeah. advice there. So because sometimes we do get focused on just the application part of it. Um, but I was talking with a loan officer just the other day, and we were talking about the application process and turning it into more, more of a conversation, more of getting to know the why behind whoever we're talking to. We talk about the why every single day on the show. And I think it's critical that we talk about the why with our borrowers as well. We understand mm -hmm. what the new house is going to be doing for them, why they're buying this new house, what that's going to be doing for them. Like it's, we have to go into depth more because, and I know this, your, your big box shops like Wells Fargo and that, mm -hmm. they're not having those conversations. They're all about, and I, and my buddy, again, he, I said, dude, does this guy even know who you are at Wells Fargo? And he's like, well, the, again, you have to be willing to move on too. be like, you know what? If they don't want to work with me, that's their loss. Like you said, providing yeah. value, being the one who is educating those people that goes so much further. And again, you win some, you lose some, move on. It's okay. If you lose a few deals, like I, I'm not willing to cut my comp down to nothing because what we do is valuable. And on Absolutely. this show, you should not be willing either. If you're listening to this, you should never cut your comp just to win a deal. Sometimes that means you're cutting the value of what you are providing to whoever it is, past client, current client, do not undervalue yourself. You have to be willing to put, again, what we do as extremely valuable. So you, you, I absolutely agree with you, Nathan. And you guys are doing, like I said, you guys are growing in a market, which is really cool. Like it's exciting for you to see as a small broker, 
that you guys are growing in this mar margin compression. You're still yeah. doing good things. You're attracting loan officers that see what you are doing, what you and your team are doing. And they're like, wow, Nathan's doing it right. Like you said, back to the basics. Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we see the shiny toys and the, oh, let's go do this Facebook ad. Let's go do this. But when it comes yeah. back to it, let's just go to the basics. So yep. just take care of people. Be honest because people know when you're telling a lie and no matter whether you think you're getting away with it or not, <laughs> be true and honest in everything that you're doing. Then you don't have to remember what you said yesterday. <laughs> exactly. Right. I love it. And you and I were talking about that the other day is being true and honest is, Hey, you know what? Just, have that honest conversation. Hey, this is exactly explaining to the borrowers why the rate, like you said, yeah, you can get 3%, yeah. but it's going to cost you 20 grand. Like yep. you bet. And these, these companies that advertise these low rates have an honest discussion with them. Hey, this is what they're advertising. Hey, we, you mentioned this just a few minutes ago. Most of us across the board as mortgage professionals are all in the same pool of rates. It's not like there's one or two. There's a couple, like we all know those companies that they have those a little bit lower. But at the same time, they're not providing the same value. So yeah. you've got to explain that to them because the borrowers do not understand that, right? Right. Yeah, they don't, they don't know what they're getting. I mean, they see the ad for, we'll just use 3%, for example, right now. Somebody's throwing a 3% interest rate out there to get their email or their telephone number. But in the small print, it's an arm or it's an adjustable rate mortgage that's not a 30-year fix. They don't understand this. When they get on the phone with the guy, they're getting the exact same rate you and I are offering anyways. Right. Um, you know, and there's so much value in what we do as a broker, correspondent lenders, where we talk to the underwriters every day. We, you know, I think you have to educate yourself on guidelines a lot as what I think people need to start doing right now, too, is understand your products because they're going to be changing. I mean, we have a lot of new products coming, which is exciting for us staying in the business. Um, but understand what kind of products you have and debt to income ratios and stuff like that, because sometimes that's going to be all the difference. I had a guy told from a bank that he couldn't get a loan. He came in. I'm like, no, you have great credit. We're going to go all the way to 55%, you know, which isn't what I recommend for all my borrowers. But we got him in the home and he was happy and had additional income that we weren't using, you know, so I was comfortable with him going to that high of debt to income. But it's just knowing how high you can go in certain situations to get them home or not. Exactly. It's being the expert. I think that's something that is lacking in the industry right now is you have to become the expert. Like in the situation that you just talked about, sometimes you have to know how high. Sometimes you have to know what you can really make happen. Again, the borrower wants the home. They don't know what they don't know. So we have to right. be the experts <laughs> and educate them on that. We're, we're becoming not only an industry of relationships, but of education. It's helping people understand why this, why not that, what this can do for them, what this can't do for them. So I absolutely agree with, agree with you, Nathan, and you absolutely hit the nail on the head. So let's get into this. My favorite part of the show, we've talked about the why, we've talked about the how, now the what. What, should, what do you challenge loan officers to go out and do today that's gonna to help them in their business, personal life? What is your challenge for those who are on the show today? So I've been thinking about this for a couple of days. What, what am I going to challenge these people to do, you know? <laughs> um, but, I mean, as you see, every day you're in the industry, you're thinking about loans when you're at home, you're having dinner, you're thinking about loans when you're with the family, you're thinking about loans. I actually am challenging them to do the opposite of digging into their business and working harder today is spend half an hour with your family and just be present, play a game, and hang out with the people who support you every day when you're running your business or your brain's running and spinning and spinning and spinning thinking how can I do this faster better and harder um, then spend that time 
you know, with your family today. Spend, spend an hour, half an hour, whatever it is, and just make sure that your phone is turned off. That would be, I'm sure those that are around you that love you would appreciate that. Absolutely. Focus on what's most important. And I talk about this. I've talked on the show before. Family comes first. In my life, in most people's life, that's why we're loan officers. We have that freedom. That's why we're real estate agencies. We have that freedom. We can spend the time, but we talk about that freedom all the time and we don't do it. Like we're actually, right. we're not practicing what we preach sometimes. <laughs> so you do have to, loans are our life. Mortgages, real estate is our life. But at the same time, our life is all around us. And sometimes we forget to take a step back and enjoy it. So I absolutely agree with you. Take a half hour, take an hour and just enjoy the, the, your family, the ones you love, the people around you who support you and are there for you no matter what. Loans come and go. Referral partners come and go. But your family, they're there forever for you. So you got to stick with them and you got to focus on what's important. Nathan, I love that. That's an incredible challenge. So I'm crushing it. And again, that's why it's guys like you and gals who are continuing to do the right things, focus on the right things, who are continuing to do awesome things in the industry. So Nathan, I cannot thank you enough for joining us this morning. Uh, you are, like I said, doing incredible things, growing as a broker in this difficult industry right now. You're doing the right things and it shows within your business. So thank you so much for joining awesome. us this morning. Uh, thanks for having me, Josh. It was great visiting with you. Hey, you too. Continue to crush it. I know you will. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you so much for joining us this morning. This is what we're all about, bringing you real life people like Nathan who are in the trenches, making it happen, and we want to continue to help you. That's what we're all about here. Guys, we love you. We appreciate you. Have a great day. Have an incredible weekend, and enjoy the LO life. See you, Nathan. Thanks, guys. See ya.